All right. Let's see. I'm recording for Summersby. Jared, you didn't change your background. Mm. It's still a ghostly erection. Uh, you know, we got to go with the good stuff for just a second. I I, I struggled to find something that I uh, wanted to use as a background. <laughs> Bill Pullman, super racist and super horny for Jodie Foster. The fight between Richard Gere and Bill Pullman inspired my <laughs> Friday Night Sissy Fights background. <laughs> Look, be fair to Bill Pullman. He did at one point have a shovel. He just never connected. <laughs> and the guy's got like a club foot. Like, cut, cut him some slack, mm. man. Oh, I enjoyed how he hauled ass down those barn steps. <laughs> Coming after Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home, Jack. Thank the Lord for bringing you back. Good to see you back. Six years is a long time without any word. Come on in, She knew his face. Go say hello to your daddy, son. His touch. His voice. Foot's two sizes smaller now. You are not my husband. Whoever you think I am, do you love me? You're making me crazy! Who are you? Tell me who you are. I'm gonna burn this place down. Why don't you take him into your house, into your bed? John Robert Summersby, we have a warrant for your arrest for the murder of Mr. Charles Conklin. If you tell them who you are, then they'll have to let you go. You could win your life, sir. I'm a name. I, I don't think I have a life. You are not Jack Summersby, so why do you keep going on pretending that you are? How do you know I'm not? I know because... How do you know? I know because I never loved him the way that I love you. Richard Gere. Jodie Foster, Summersby. She knew everything about him, but the truth. Picking on poor Richard Gere. So bad. So, uh, yeah, this one uh, came out early February 1993. Uh, Hiro, I always assume you consider these movies old hat. I, and I think I can speak for Jader, had never seen this and didn't no. really know what it was about because as a 10-year-old child, I would not have cared at all about... Richard Gere coming back from the Civil War and maybe being Jodie Foster's husband, maybe he's a con man, just not that. This is just complete blank in pop culture for me. Hiro was fingering butts or something, probably. <laughs> yes. I. Okay. You know, this is the first time first time watch for me. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, it was completely brand new to me. Um, I was actually thrown aback by it because of how stupid the premise is until I found out it's based on a real story, that actually this shit actually happened. <laughs> from like or something sim- similar to nothing more stupid than <laughs> nothing more stupid than real people <laughs> but i mean even even i don't care if it happened in real life or not i mean 16th how do you, century how I mean, does a dude come home and you don't know it was the same dude like how does that happen 
Well, so Jodie Foster knows, right? The wife. The wife. She tells us. She tells us she knows. The kid and the dog. I guess the three, the domestic household, they all, because the kid is just calls him, what, sir or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, it's not like Papa's home or anything. Seems kind of distant. Uh, ugly child. Takes totally after Jodie Foster. Here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey. Come on hey, now. makers. <laughs> I know. Dude. Good night. I, I have to blame Jodie Foster. I don't think she's an unreasonably hideous creature or anything. Richard Gere is a beautiful man, and if that's the child you produce, <laughs> you don't deserve him. Foster's genes. That has to be on Jodie Foster. Are you going to argue with me on it's that? It's your genes, you ugly bitch. <laughs> Richard Gere wouldn't produce such a haggard goblin. It's probably a good thing that you don't have kids, Mike, because God knows. God, God knows what would happen if something like that came out. You know, a little little man comes out Fucking with no arm or something. Over there Spartan, after Mike blaming. berates yeah. him his entire childhood. I'm, I'm definitely a, a man out of uh, time. You know, you call me uh, Red Mike all the time. Um, but hell, I mean, it was not too much before all of us were born, where if you didn't like what the oven popped out, you just take it to a home. And then just go about your business. That <laughs> you could come up with any sort of bullshit saying, ah, "I can't, I can't care for this." You see, take it away. Mm, worked, worked for royal families. Why not? Why not regular yeah. people? Well, yeah. you put it in a bag. You just throw it over the river. Is that what you're saying? Back, you know, pre nineteen seventy. Not Oswald Cobblepot shit. Not Batman Returns. But just <laughs> you know, you take it to a place where it's probably not going to be that fun, but it'll they'll be around other kids that will also be that fun. Uh, <laughs> one of the greatest understatements <laughs> a fucking orphanage that's probably not going to be a lot of fun <laughs> but you'll live Jared you'll get out of yeah, it you know, they'll just... feed you if you make it <laughs> through slide, the, the slide Spartan the Academy the slot. <laughs> yeah. of food under the little slot in the door hope you like fish heads you little shit <laughs> Look, Pee Wee Herman oh. was fucking right in Batman Returns. Like, he called Just the shot. Just get rid right? of him. No, it helps yeah. when the kid has fucking, like, flippers for hands. But the fact that it's Dane DeVito as the full-size penguin, ugh. Just, yeah. No one's going to blame you. So I'm saying. Yeah, he's got to go. You got to just chunk that thing. Um, <laughs> and now it's creepy that Hiro's got one of his children popping up next to, uh, it looks like a, is it a bathing Richard Gear? I don't like yes. that combination. <laughs> yes. It's, it's an odd scenario. The, the, the first half of this movie, though, is incredibly dull. Would you say? I mean, like, it's it, it goes from zero to 60. Like, it's just basically uh, playing cutesy with. Uh, yes. When are they going to find him out? When is this going to come to a head? And when, there's, when is there going to be a conflict as to this stranger that's. Uh, I'll say uh, yes. Because no. I, I agree with Hyro. I'm like, someone who looks like Richard Gere, you're, you're telling me in this world, in fucking the South during Civil War times, that not only did Richard Gere exist, which seems kind of suspect, that there's someone that handsome just roaming around, and he has a beard. That's how he's dirtied up, as he has a beard. That's, that's yeah. the extent of him getting out of prison. He's not emaciated. A really cheap beard that's like really poorly glued on, too. Let's, you know. Uh, looks fantastic. And you're telling me that there was another shithead that looked... Just like him, but was, had bigger feet. That I, I'm already. I guess I was suspicious of the townspeople, Hiro, because I'm like, do all of them know he's not this guy? And no, they're well, just kind of playing hey, along. Really, this. Bit? Hold on. I have a scenario for. You. What if the disparity is like? 
obviously Richard Gere is a very good looking man, right? So he's already mm-hmm. he's kind of like he's you know up there in that top tier of NBA players, right? He's he's in the LeBron category. He's up yeah, there with jump Curry in and all that stuff. To this uh, gay now, pool with us, Jared. Talk what if the disparity is? <laughs> what if I mean it's not like you I went swear from to God, Demar Derozan six minute puff piece. <laughs> okay, look, it's not like it's Demar. You went from Demar Derozan to Kevin Durant. What if you went from like Brian Scalabrini to Kevin Durant? Right, like. In other words, her husband looked like Dave. Out of way, Bobby! And then Richard Gere comes in. And the whole town's that like, yeah, the... we, yeah, man. That was, just that was a long setup for long a Dave slam. Setup. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> Say, that's <laughs> rounding the bases the before you've hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hit it out of the park. But, like you know, but what if Patreon there's a big disparity? Episode. Only because I can tell Dave, hey, you got a mention here. Give us some money. Mm-hmm. And then here, this long-winded <laughs> joke, you're ugly. Says hi, <laughs> No, give me your shekels. <laughs> I'll forget DeMar about it by the time he listens to it anyways. Scalabrini, Dave. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I don't even know what DeMar DeRozan really looks like. I don't. But I'm talking about it. You know, come on. Join me here. The, the sports acumen. I got it's Scalabrini. A- I got that. That's the Shrek that you're bringing in. That's the complete. Yes. Logo. I yeah. got that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I just recently watched the Majestic, which I think is another uh, hated sort of version of this this concept with uh, Jim Carrey, Martin Landau, War Hero. You know, returns back. Except in that film, like it's not a spoiler. They start off with he's this other dude. And he gets in a wreck, and everyone is in treating him. Like, he winds up on the beach in this small town that he's not from, and they start treating him as if he's the war hero. And he's been knocked out, and he doesn't remember who he is. But you, the audience, know that he is not. Whereas this film, I guess they toy with you a little bit, or at least they make an attempt, but it's not really a... It's not a hardcore attempt to make you believe that Richard Gere's actually this this dude like it seems like he's fucking lying and trying to play catch up like oh yeah oh yeah yeah uh tim tim down the down the road yeah yeah he's he's a he's a good guy right he's a man <laughs> since his name is tim like, he's just, he's... tim is a man i know <laughs> tim lives in this town which is uh, uh vine so <laughs> Ugliness aside, right? <laughs> everybody in the town is in on it that Summers B comes back, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's getting cash out of this deal, so of course they're gonna be like, yeah, 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 he's Summer B, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Sign the paper, dog. I like that. Like once he sets up this su- successful, uh, you know, uh, like a crowdsourcing tobacco business, basically, yes, is what he's got. Um, yes, <laughs> where the when after like if it was going wrong. They'd be like, fuck that guy. He's not always he says, yes. hang him. hang him. But since yes. they're all making money now, it's like, well, I, I can speak to his goodness. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert. Jack Summersby, salt of the earth. Spoiler alert for Summersby. I didn't realize we were going to get into like a uh, like a reverse crucible here, which is another film that we've covered uh, for our season of 1996, where that one, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, won't sign away his good name to say that I, I did something that he clearly did not do. And then he will not be punished for it. And this one, <laughs> he doesn't want to be the shithead petty thief. He would rather have the town savior name of Summersby and be fucking executed. <laughs> that's, that's a He's bit a dumbass. <laughs> <Real idiot. laughs> it's, a it's like some paperwork, man. There's some paperwork involved here. I got it, but come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? You know, he killed himself over paperwork. He says something to the effect of like, 
if they prove that I basically forged these documents and I was not Jack Summersby, then none of these people and the camera lingers on the black folk. None of them will now own the land because the contract will be false. And I'm thinking, well, I guess couldn't fucking Jodie Foster still do it? Like she she owns it, right? Like I mean, who? Okay, you're talking about this era, though. I think women had less less rights than people of color back then. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a wish wash as to like who was lower on the totem pole. <laughs> Let's in that go era. down the hierarchy of uh, <laughs> oppressed peoples, <laughs> yeah, and see who. <laughs> I had even and they made, made clear the that the, uh, the man of the uh, the the cloth, the, the the church, the the preacher played by Bill Pullman. Uh, they make sure he drops a couple in bombs in there too. So you're like, oh, oh yeah. If, if he gets his hands on the crops and it's about to go back to the the old ways, and throws on the the white hood and his little club foot gives him away. Um, this movie's kind of a fucking kind of a mess. It's kind of all over the place. Like, <laughs> more we talk about the courtroom stuff. Shit. He goes full. Get... Go ahead, Jared. Go ahead. No, I just, when you get to the courtroom stuff, it goes full fucking bonkers. I can't follow what the hell they're even going on. James Earl Jones shows up as the judge. I, I say they put his plaster his name on the box, and he's in there for like fifteen minutes and like five lines or something. Uh, it, it's in the middle of the trial. They break and have a kangaroo court to try <laughs> where he. Fights his own, uh, uh, well, pretend wife onto who he actually is. Like it, it's an absolute mess. He goes I'm full. Uh, that I'm your full rightful f- lover. That's the scene. <laughs> um, he goes you full. A few good men the with the with the real racist, doesn't the, he? The fake gear penis. You love it more than your husband, your dead husband, don't you? It just that, that seemed like something Hyro would want to do. Even <laughs> under penalty of death. He would mm. want it on the record. I'm the better lover. <laughs> <laughs> you kill me if you want to. <laughs> Put it in the big record of <laughs> Miami fuckers. <laughs> yes. And I even tried to get Mike to give me a clip. It was huge. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Gargantuan. <laughs> I tried to get Mike to give me the clip so I can insert it here. So I got to edit, but no, he's like no. As they hit the lever for you to start <laughs> fucking hanging, my penis was. <laughs> Can I hang with my dick out? <laughs> put a put on my face, but not my wiener. Hyros <laughs> oh. came in tonight on text message, and I was like, "Hey, I haven't watched either of these. So are we actually going to record this?" <clears throat> Basically, I'm mm. targeting Hyro. Like, <clears throat> you remember what movies we're watching? Are you prepared? Oh man, I, I have ready. clips. I have notes. <laughs> oh man, and I knew I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'll let you lead the discussion on this. And like 40 minutes before we record, he's like, I have all the clips except for the one clip I need for the discussion. <laughs> and then he berates me for not giving. Hey, hey, hey! They cut it off. <laughs> they, 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 what What was my research, Jared? <laughs> YouTube.com Summersby <laughs> clip. I gave you the top hit. I'm like, that's like it's wrong, trial and suit. it's the wrong hit. It's the wrong hit. <laughs> That's how much thought he put no into it. Ah, it looks good. That looks good. <laughs> God, I can't, work, I can't work with such. That's why unprofessional. Here's Amateurs. the unprofessional part, Hiro. I put it on the record by recreating it. I'm like, this is the scene Hiro wanted to mention. We'll just yes. talk about it. Yes, yes. About his skills as a lover, and it kills. I see. I didn't think it as skills as a lover. It's like this is how she knows it is. Like there's, a, there could be a million things. It could be. He's small. It could be he's huge. It could be he's bad as a lover. It could be he's great as a lover. It could be a million things because she doesn't specify. She just goes with the fact that 
I just know when we were in the sack. It could be a lot of things. He liked yeah, the finger in the two hole. They do try to bring up his shoe size, and that's no good. He's like, no, no, that doesn't yep. matter at all. Yep. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Take that away. <laughs> I would have thought. Uh, I actually came in this thinking this is like a high road joint. I thought you would love. Oh this. no, I've never seen far this and away. Nonsense. Last of the Mohicans. I thought this was sort of in that sort of field no that, uh, god no this is a ridiculous movie those accents are horrible the it, it just looks is so low rent i was I shocked just mentioned far away right no that's a great movie i'm talking about this but, one this one's trash but the accent fight no this accent is, goes, is perfectly fine on on far and away compared mm, to this drop a clip editor hiro drop a clip <laughs> of tom cruise i know i can't find the clip i can't you provide the clip i'll drop it in there otherwise no <laughs> an awfully large chest to be going to church. Shannon, our chests are equal in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> she goes into the confession box, she'll never come out, the little tramp. Grace isn't a tramp. She's a dancer in the burly queue. That isn't dancing. That's kicking her knickers up. And I suspect if you asked her to, she'd kick her knickers off. Oh, maybe she would. Has she? Let me see. Has she? I'm trying to remember. Oh, well, think hard. If there's any brain left in your head. Look at you. They're making a fool of you, the ward boss and his friends. They respect me. Oh, they do not. They don't respect you. Enough. Your money in their pockets and nothing more, Joseph. I said that. That's enough, Shannon. They pickle you like a piece of pork. We're just using you. I said that's enough. Ah! No! You like my hat. You're not wearing a hat. Say it. Say you like my hat. You're not wearing a hat. Say it. Why can't you say it, Shannon? Why can't you say you like my hat? Why can't you say you like my suit? I've earned this. I've, I've done well. Oh, God. This movie could have been great. And I'll say... What? When, whenever yeah, he dude. was gathering... Okay, I'll put my nuts on the table here. Whenever he is gathering up the items from everybody <laughs> and is going to go sell shit, if it just would have been like him leaving town... Stop selling the shit... <laughs> Does it over and over again? It's okay. uh, like, no, please, please let this be Richard what? Gere, the scoundrel. He had done before, right? That's what comes yes. out. Now they yeah. discredit the witness because it's, he's a member of the KKK. He's a horrible racist, but but I get the. But sense he's telling the truth. He was telling the truth about this man's past life because yeah, he was really good about convincing everyone to give me all your worldly possessions. What I didn't understand in that sequence is they're going to pull all their money. No one goes with him. There's not even a thought that someone's going to go with we him. We like, trust hey. you implicitly, Jack Summersby. Not even just that, Jared, but it's like, what if you get fucking jumped? You were taking, he is yeah. the Grinch, and he has loaded up everything in this fucking podunk southern town. On These are not park. liquid assets, ladies and gentlemen. These are <laughs> <laughs> fucking heirlooms and jewels. <laughs> a cart full of shit. He didn't write up with Bitcoin. With no. <laughs> but when he's captured by federal marshals saying hey you're actually this dude and you uh 
<clears throat> you killed somebody, you know, you want the name, uh, that dude has a murder charge, which is quite the fix being, because yes, the obvious <laughs> out is I'm not a murderer, I'm just a petty criminal, and I, uh, I fucked Jodie Foster when I probably shouldn't have, you know, out of, uh, <laughs> out of, uh, wedlock there. But, um, when that happens, the town's like, we're going with you. We're going, we're going to stay, no matter how long well, because now they have an, they, this is a bigger investment. This is like 10 G's like they're in on, right? Isn't like, they say that 10 G's in, in those days is what, would they have a million dollars? Hell yeah. So that brings up a dark <laughs> thought. <Doc> committed. <laughs> Any film that has a, a white character that we are going to root for in Civil War times, uh, or not even necessarily, I guess, Civil War times, uh, the, the one that always comes to mind is Mel Gibson, The Patriot, <clears throat> where you got the evil English show up, and they're like, hey, all you slaves working on Mel's land, like, you know, join with us, we'll give you freedom. And you have a couple of black characters say, actually... Mel's a saint. He's already made us free. We like we own part of this. We're business partners with him. And you'd think you're like, yeah, fucking bullshit. They just didn't. They didn't <laughs> want you to have to root for the the white slave owner, who may have his own reasons for vengeance. They kill his children, and I'm sure a slave owner would want vengeance. But they know that American audiences are going to be like, yeah, but he owns people and <laughs> beats and murders them. So why do we care what happened to his kid? <laughs> I admired this film a little bit that. <laughs> Richard Gere when he's playing catch up and you have a black man approach him on on his land though it's not his land say like, hey do you remember me and he's like yeah my daddy bought you for a hundred bucks ain't you proud of yourself <laughs> yeah. like, they lean into the fact I'm like oh what a shithead like oh okay <laughs> of course he, you know he says they can you know be you know partners in this thing and some of the other more racist townspeople will throw a fit but money talks in this um I, I like that aspect of it. I, I didn't necessarily like how easily they passed over that his family owned them as slaves. But now that uh, there are no more crops, now that they've lost the fucking war, uh, we kind of need you to get back to work. And I guess we have to pay you now for it. And that just it's, it's looked upon as like, look at this magnanimous man. Look what he's doing. He's he's so progressive when really he's fucking desperate and he's a con artist. <laughs> Didn't much care for for that. I agree with Jared. I, I I like him when he's a scoundrel con artist, not so much when he's the savior of this community. With Richard Gere, you kind of know that's going to happen, though. Like <clears throat> that was a with the casting, you kind of know how this movie's going to end before you've actually ever seen it. Has he ever played a villain, Hiro? Has Richard Gere ever been the bad guy? I don't think so. I mean, I don't either. There's a movie called Internal Affairs that I was looking. I looked this up just to see if okay. he ever. I was like, did Richard Gere ever actually play a villain? Like maybe once, <laughs> ever. I, I mean, he's kind of un- unscrupulous when he, in the Uma Thurman movie. I mean, he's kind of playing it both ways a little bit, but he's not the villain. He's still kind of the hero, you know. What is Uma Thurman movie? You're talking about the, there, oh, the Kim, Kim Basinger? Basinger? We did it here. The, what's the name of that movie? Uh, I thought it was Internal Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, no, he's put me on the spot where I'm like, this is the best film of 1992, and I don't remember it at all. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put both of them. <laughs> no clue what it was called. Mm. Um, he, he's I just a, kind I, of a, a dummy in that one, is all. Yeah, he just can't you know, help himself you know, jump into the sack with Kim Basinger, which is, I mean, I got well. you. I understand. understandable. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but 
you know, there's way too much blood going to his little ding dong or big ding dong, depending on what Jody Foster says. Yeah. I like how you caught yourself there. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe big ding dong, maybe little ding dong. <laughs> Final analysis. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Final analysis. Got it. Sean Connery. This movie really does get better when the clan arrives, doesn't it? Trying to really rope us into some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Play the Summer Cinema theme. (laughs) Your final thought. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't let him edit this one. Scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, Single malt. Blend Olivet, Blend Fittick, perhaps. Maybe Blend Gow. Any blend. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that note down thinking of you guys. Uh-huh. I knew that was going to be a loaded question. Care to answer? It was a, uh, it was a hit back in the uh, early 90s. Uh, 140 now. million worldwide. Insanity. Crazy. Crazy. How did we not hear of this? This is literally the first time in my life I'd ever heard of this movie when you told us, to, whenever you said for us to watch this this week. That's, I've never heard of this. I'd heard of it, but I'd never even thought to watch it. This must have been when, like, when old people still went to the theater, I guess. I mean, but, I mean, Richard Gere is coming, he's like no more than like two, three years removed from Pretty Woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still kind of riding high there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jodie Foster's coming off of uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, pro- probably mm-hmm. around that time. 91, yeah, that's uh, pretty admirable for her. Um, it didn't take, obviously. Like, I, I don't know. Is there is there any chemistry between these two? I realize that given the situation, there shouldn't be like immediate like sexual. All the reviews talk about their chemistry and how good they are. I, I, I didn't, I didn't see it. I don't know if that's just because <laughs> I think feel like Foster has bad genes or what. <laughs> Can't get over calling her an uggo. <laughs> That's that ugly. She's just not that. Just great. not as pretty as Richard. <laughs> there you go, Jared. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Twenty minutes too late. Hey, the gay hot tub's full, baby. Little <laughs> <laughs> gerbil floating around. Ooh, there, there it is. There <laughs> we go. I was waiting. <laughs> Jesus. Ready, <laughs> man. Eventually, the question of who Gear really is is too much for Foster to bear silently. They have it out in a lover's quarrel. Stop it! Stop it! Wake the boy. You're making me crazy! You get out of this house! The unusual story of Summer's Bee is based on a magnificent 1982 French film called The Return of Martin Gear, starring... Gerard Depardieu, and if you haven't seen it, I do recommend that you see it. It's wonderful. This adaptation is not in the same league as that great film. Frankly, the star power of this film makes it more difficult to accept these characters. I also thought Richard Gere smiled too much throughout the film. I didn't feel any real electricity between him and Foster. I saw just a lot of acting, but Summersby does have some pleasures. I like the way Gere's character revitalizes this dying southern town as part of his own attempt to rehabilitate himself. It's a close call, but a Marginal thumbs down for me. A thumbs down for me, too. And you know, it's strange because uh, presumably the film would play differently to someone who had not seen The Return of Martin Gere. You and I both yeah. had, and I'm sure that we, uh, as a result, had to compare the two films. And you know, the strange thing is, the other film, which takes place in the Middle Ages, during the yes. Hundred Years' War, 
uh, is more believable because in those days people were more superstitious and less in touch with reality. Maybe they lived on a more spiritual level. This movie, which is in relatively modern times, the Civil War, has all kinds of moments in it when you just can't believe that people are behaving the way they're believing. And for me, the entire courtroom scene at the end was bad because it's clear, it's absolutely clear to everyone in the courtroom and everyone in the audience that a mistake is being made right. and nobody says anything. I could not accept that. Yeah, um, Roger, I want to tell you, just to clear up the point, because, yeah. you know, the filmmakers are saying, well, you know, you guys are comparing it to a great film and, yeah. and the average person won't. The first time I saw this picture, I saw it twice, the first time I saw it, I did not recall that this was the one that it was, that this was the adaptation. Yeah. I knew there, long ago that, that one was planned. I didn't know this was the picture. Yeah. So I saw it afresh, uh -huh. and I still had a problem with yeah. it. And, I, and as I watched the two of them act it out, you know what I mean about them being familiar? You, didn't you see Jodie Foster and Richard Gere there well, walking yeah, you through you know, in the other film, the woman was played by Natalie Bay, Correct. and uh, she was so simple and so touching in her love for this stranger who comes back from the war. And... It seemed to me that in, in, in this new film, yeah. everybody was just too knowing about what was well, going on. Well, also, we're dealing with Gear and, and Foster, who are two probably That's the smartest right. yeah. actors yeah. around. Smart in real life, okay? Yeah. And to play smart characters and... Uh, that's why it's hard to suspend disbelief. Okay, when we come back, the vanishing about a woman who seems to disappear into thin air. Did it ever occur to you that maybe she doesn't want to be found? 